Welcome to another episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon with your hosts, Mistresses Mia and Honey. We have our sidekick, John slash Lord Baylor, with us, always throwing those deuces up. Gotta have the deuces. Well, of course, and I'm from Virginia, so I'm like two up, two down. Always. Okay. So this is the second podcast that I put the deuces up. Yep. Y'all can't it's see it. You can't see you it. Can't but see I it. Tell you. But it's my way of saying hey. He'll even do it What's in photos that? too. I took a picture of him at his birthday with the big ass sombrero, <laughs> and he still was throwing deuces. So even Marguerite. I don't know what to do with my hands, y'all. He doesn't know. Okay, be with some butt. If I'm at home, get I know to what the, to do. get to the introduction. <laughs> Wait, we got Mia. Mia's here. Are you, are you <laughs> yes. Um, we Mia's have, always here. Mia's Go. always here. Hit <laughs> it. Uh, we, we also have with us Angel. She's been a, a, in a few podcasts with us. And uh, her partner Cisco is in our peanut gallery. He'll chime in if, if, if the mood strikes him. But today we're going to talk with Angel about her her um, status as submissive or also as a little and uh, you know see what what that's like with her relationship with with how it works and you know in the grand scheme of her life now Angel you and I have met recently we haven't really spent a lot of time together yeah. Um, when I first met you, uh, you you identified strictly as a submissive yes and of course, since being a part of our, you know, Island of Misfit Toys, you have gotten really into <laughs> domination as well, right? Yes. Yeah. There's a part of you that, yes, I'm sidestepping. Island of Misfit Toys. Oh that. my God. I tried. I tried to sidestep it. Didn't work. Oh, mis- I'm a misfit now. You're, you're. I'm not, I don't have a problem being a toy. I will be your toy. <laughs> you're the fuck y'all boy. <laughs> was my was my holiday themed association offensive to you? Come on, no. Tinker Bell. It's time to <laughs> Tinker Bell with a missing leg. I was trying to like introduce how we know each other. <laughs> She is now. She likes the drummer boy. Now, does Cisco want to be Peter Pan or Captain Hook? And always. Okay. Here we go. And so, what I've known most about you is that you you were mostly submissive. You're enjoying domination as well. And you've talked about domination on the podcast before. And so so now we're going to go into the more submission. Uh, You're actually sitting next to me here with with a Lilo and Stitch doll. Well, of course, it's, we know it's Stitch, and he's got some pierced ears, it looks like. And, yes, and we've got a pacifier around his neck as well. And, uh, yeah, so, and of course, and I, I don't know if this is just BDSM, but um, I've heard, I've only heard these stuffed animals referred to as stuffies as far as BDSM goes. I haven't heard children say it. I've only heard little say it, right? Um, I I call them my lovies. Lovies, that's uh-huh. interesting too. I call them stuffies. You know, so it's a lovey to you. It's oh, yeah. it is in a it's in a t-shirt, isn't it? No, it's a onesie. It's a onesie. Oh my gosh! With dinosaurs. With dinosaurs. So he's got a onesie, a dinosaur onesie, and he's got a, a binky. If y'all could yeah. see this stitch, <laughs> this stitch has been made over. <laughs> to look like Angel. He's got his ears pierced like she does. Mm. He's got a nose chain. 
like she does. Oh, that's, oh I see that now. I didn't. And he's dressed, he's dressed as a little. <laughs> so a lot of times on these episodes, we, we, we pause for a minute and we explain what we're talking about. So what is age play? What does it mean to be a little... And, and Angel, we'll get to this. You consider yourself a little, but also a medium. Yeah, a middle. A middle. middle. A middle. Yeah. So, what is age play? What does it mean to be a little? And what does it mean to be a middle? To you, anyway. Right. Um, to me, it's just, you know, the age of my little is around seven to nine. And, you know, that's, that's a period in my life where I had a, a traumatic experience. So, you know, I, I regress to before that. My middle is the same. Um, she's 13, 14, around that age, and it's, it's the same situation. Yeah. So, for me, it's just more comforting. Okay. I guess, in a way, just to kind of fall back into that space where you were safe and happy. So you have multiple spaces that you can go to depending on what's happening or how you feel yes. or okay. yeah. what prompts you what prompts you to go into those spaces? Um, anything. Um, <laughs> well, a doll. Because I'm trying to figure yes, out like is it um, is it like is it a, a safe space situation where is. you're trying to hide or no? It's. Um, like is a is it a high no, place or is it a reward? It, it's kind of a reward. My okay. um, my little is definitely my happy space. Okay, cause see that's one thing. Cause see, it, whenever I hear about regression, it's always a more negative coping mes- mechanism type thing. And what you're telling us now is that in all actuality, this the, being a little is actually something different. It's not a regress. Well, you do regress regress in in age aspect. Mm-hmm. But it's not to a traumatic time. It's before a traumatic time when you have that safety and that comfort and that happiness. So, but it's, you're not doing it to run away from no. a circumstance that's going on in your life right now. It's no. not like a coping mechanism. No. You're doing it because no. it makes you feel better. Yes. You feel good in that space. Yes. Can you Absolutely. Give, can you give us a, a, an example of, of how that works? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like a, I mean, like at different times you've gone into your own space. John's witnessed it, like, oh, because you know, we were we were together when I found Stitch. Okay. So, like, he yeah. totally witnessed that whole like. She get, yeah, you got excited. Type. You got it looked excited. like he covered his mouth there for a minute. And you're like, Don't talk. Mommy's <laughs> <Not laughs> talking. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it looked like. Oh, yeah, did. Don't talk. I'm talking. Cover your ears, Stitch. Don't tell me my look. secrets. <laughs> by just about anything but it it's usually always um happy <laughs> and i was there and the look on your face when you saw stitch <laughs> i saw stitch we walked by i was like oh god i hope she doesn't see stitch <laughs> <laughs> you saw stitch and i knew it because i could see it on your face you got so excited you just lit up and you were excited for the rest of the night yes yeah so okay so she was excited like a child absolutely okay Definitely. Absolutely. I think you have a childlike demeanor about you in a lot of ways. 
I mean, you're very sweet. I think the first night we met you, you brought in a, your your stuffed dragon. Yes. And, you know, we've, we talked about that a little bit. But you've always had this very sweet, you know, it's compliment. I'm paying you when I say you, you're almost childlike in a lot of ways. But not not immature. But you have right. this. There's a difference between childlike and childish. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I. That's why I really just wanted yeah. to clarify. You know, I just because I, you know, if someone told me that, I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but but I, you're fun. You're jovial. Yeah. You know, you you it have this sweet yeah, spirit about that you. Is offensive, so. <laughs> At all. so so when you're a little, you said seven or eight. What types of things do you like to do? Do you like to color? Do you like to watch cartoons? Do you like to play um, with your loveys? What do you do? Play with my dolls. Mm-hmm. I have quite a collection of LOL dolls. Probably total little dolls and big dolls. Mm-hmm. 50. <laughs> 50? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I have probably... 20 to 30 Monster High, like the original Monster High dolls, not the weird ones that they made look Does your like room look like one of a serial killer? No, no. <laughs> I have to so like, like all those oh, dolls no. all over. You know what I'm thinking about, right? Like well, this. They're, they're in boxes because I don't, I don't want them to get touched up. Like, oh, okay. Them. Oh, so the, they're I not like dolls them. that you play with? No, I play with them. But you're but in the box? They're in like storage boxes. Oh, yeah, okay. not not as in like mint condition box. No, no, no. I, okay. I play with my toys. We're not laughing at you. Yeah, We're just laughing toys. because you keep covering Stitch's mouth like he's going to tell something. <laughs> <laughs> you <keep> doing... <laughs> Stitch, what does she want to tell us? <laughs> what she tell you not to say? Stitch has secrets. Stitch has, yeah, Stitch has secrets. Stitch has my seen some things. Actually, has a um. <laughs> Full-size princess carriage bed, like pumpkin princess carriage bed. Oh okay, gosh. she's under-exaggerating. This is a legit, <laughs> it says Disney on it. It's a Disney so it's an princess Disney? Yes. bed. Yes. yes. We talked about that in another episode. Pump. Yes. Like. Cinderella, carriage, <laughs> the whole thing. Yes. Oh, my so gosh. I have that with the canopy, and then I have, like, this really pretty light, you know, baby pink, like, ruffly, um, you know, duvet and everything, and it came with, like, all these cute pillows, and then I have a papasan mm-hmm. with the the canopy thing, um, a papasan with a canopy, and then I also have, you know, the sex slash yoga swing on the other side. Is it pink? Yoga swing, okay, it, I've never heard it called a yoga swing. But the canopy hanging over it is, like, pink. Oh, my gosh. So everything has a canopy? Yes. So let me ask you this. Is your little a princess? Yes. Yes, okay. That's that's what I was getting. That's what I was thinking. Because you take baths with rose petals. Yes, I do. Yeah. I do. That's a little bit extra. (laughs) She's a princess. She has the princess bed. She takes (laughs) baths and rose petals. I use the Dr. Till's Mm -hmm. rose scrub and the Dr. Till's Mm -hmm. rose bath. Yeah. And then I have natural rose soap and rose shampoo and then, you know, the rose petals. (laughs) Now, y'all watch the look on her face when I ask this question. (laughs) Because I already know the answer. I've been there. She's blocking her face. Don't block your face. 
You want to. You don't want to be a princess, though. You you you're a princess, but what you really want to be is a goddess. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a princess goddess. Because <laughs> that slipped out one day, and she got excited, y'all. She she wants to be worshipped. Hmm. This. Oh wow! I'm sorry, guys. She, um. They just pulled up a, a picture of, of this princess carriage bed. Oh, this is extra AF. Right, I told you <laughs> she was under exaggerating. It's pink and fluffy. It's oh my, It's the real deal. It's the real yes. deal. If you were an eight-year-old little girl, you would love that bed. It's yes, it. I would. <laughs> and her little, which is eight, loves that bed. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, I always, I always wanted a What What does bed. your middle think about the bed, though? Does your middle like it? We all love the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Cisco is awfully quiet on that. Yeah, Cisco, Cisco, <laughs> you love the bed, huh? <laughs> I did ask him last week what it was like fucking in that bed, and he said, mm-hmm. "What? What did you say, Cisco?" <laughs> <laughs> dun dun dun. It's interesting. <laughs> As you look over at Stitch. <laughs> does, she, does Stitch have a little shelf in the top corner so he can watch? Oh <laughs> She's covering his mouth again. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. The, the we love you, Stitch. The is the canopy and not falling in and out of the bed when you get in and out of the bed is that is the difficult part. And you know, okay. you did say too that she wouldn't let you tie her up to the bed either, oh, no, which is something weird. that you kind you're, of were disappointed in. She yeah. She doesn't let... She, we are not you, messing up the princess bed. You, you're, you're a rigger, you're a rope bunny, but not in that bed. No, oh. we're not messing up that bed, right? Oh no, she's like wall anchors, floor anchors. That well, wall right. anchors yeah. will work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can do that. So yeah. you're still going to do it. You're just not going to tie it to the bed. No, because we're not fucking up no princess. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> God, I love it. Yeah, it's totally hilarious. So, so the middle. Let's talk about the middle for a minute. What does the middle like to do? Um, listen to the radio. Or music. We, music all the time, though. I love music. And I love singing. And, you know, just having fun. Um, skating. Mm. I think my middle and my little like skating. We like skating. Mm. Um, and, you know, I honestly, I still play with Barbie dolls and my grand champion horses when I was 14. So my, you know, my middle, we we all enjoy the dolls. So that is just it's kind of a cross board thing. Mm. I find myself constantly asking this question whenever I get into a discussion of littles and middles and mommies and daddies. Um, how? What makes this BDSM? That was my question. Is it is that part of your DS dynamic? Or is it part of your BDSM play? Does it come into the play at all? Or is it just kind of the dynamic of who you are when you're not sexual? Um, I'm a mixture of, like, 
me and my littles and everything all at all at one time I mean whenever I'm dominating my little comes out I am a little mistress like a just completely and um, so it's I don't know I don't go into like little space I have little space all the time right we we've known each other for a while and you enjoy being a little it's not just in the bedroom it's always you enjoy it you can't always um, project that in every situation that you're in you know but when you're around your friends in the bedroom it's just a different mindset yeah okay you know and I think you know my assumption and this is just what I see on the outside you know, we've known you for a few months now. And, you know, I would think that, you know, for who you are and what you like as far as being a little, being a middle, you know, having the, the carriage bed, having all of this, it's almost like a grand design of fantasy with your reality. And if we want to classify it to say BDSM, it can be classified as BDSM, and we don't necessarily have to say it's a fetish, because I hate labels, but it's a simple fact that you said what you said. You live it 24-7. They get you all combined. Yes. So why not just say it's BDSM, because it is a fantasy, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's just my perspective, and it, you know, I could be completely wrong on that, but to me, it's according to how you live your life, regardless, you know? And it's, you know, age playing is, is something that we see a lot in the community. It's, you're not like a planet all off an island to yourself. There's a lot of people that are doing this. It's, it's pretty... Prevalent. It's yeah. become much more common. Well, and it's yeah. just, and it's hard for me to figure out. It's hard for me to understand because I'm, like, I'm a survivor of, of child sexual abuse by a close relative. And it's just like, whenever I see little and daddy and I'm just like, like my, my, my red, my red flashers go off and I've spent a lot of time just trying to reconcile it in my, in my mind and in my heart that this has nothing to do with like pedophilia or grooming or anything like that. It's just, it's, I ask these questions because it is hard to understand. <laughs> okay. So for me. I have CPTSD mm -hmm. and I also have debilitating anxiety. Mm -hmm. All uh, just for people who don't know what CPTSD is, uh, PTSD, uh, post traumatic stress disorder, CPTSD, complex post traumatic stress disorder. Someone with CPTSD has sustained prolonged abuse, whereas prolonged. repeated prolonged abuse, whereas um, PTSD is usually one traumatic event. Right. So we can just want everybody to know what the difference is there. So, with that being said, mm -hmm. when you go through trauma, mm -hmm. especially like early learning years, mm -hmm. your your brain is remapped. You don't hit the milestones mentally or physically that the other children do, and you you regress into a state until you feel happy again when you're a child. That that is what you do. So it's helped me understand and try to connect the dots between the milestones that I know I did miss, mm -hmm. not just from the abuse and the C PTSD, mm -hmm. but also isolation. Mm -hmm. 
So um, it's it's really helped me align a lot with myself. So you actually go back and experience childhood in a safe way. Um, like you give yourself these child experience, the, the, child, yeah. the child experiences, but you're in a safe environment to do it. Yeah. The child experience of running up and finding a stuffed animal that you were really excited about. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, okay, so... I've talked to a lot of the mommies and daddies, mm -hmm. as well as some of the littles, and I've looked into it a lot because that was one of my questions: was do these people want to have sex with children? And no, the that's, answer, that's always the first question. The answer anybody is would ask. no, they don't. No. They're participating with adults mm -hmm. that want to live out their lives in this way. They're not looking for actual children. Yeah. They're not attracted to children. They're attracted to adults who maybe need some nurturing or, yeah. Yeah. or like to play this way. Some people like to be the child. Some people like to be the daddy. Some mm -hmm. people like to be the child. Some people like to be the mommy. That doesn't mean that they actually want to have sex with children. Mm -hmm. It's just part of their play. You know what? That's probably, this is probably the most productive conversation I've had on the subject at and all. And when I say it's a different mindset, mm -hmm. um, when we're uh, in a, you know, an adult situation or sexual or anything like that in the bedroom, mm -hmm. um, I I go into submissive and I guess rope buddy mm -hmm. mindset, but it's not little mindset at all. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference. So you're not in a little mindset when you're doing sexual activity. No. Well, that's and that's what I. That's and what I and you don't think that you're a little child when it's happening. You no. you're you're an adult. You know you're yes. an adult space. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Okay. And that's what I've gotten from everyone that I've talked to about it. It's, okay. Well, because this is actually the first time I've gotten to talk to someone who identifies as one of, as an age player. I've gotten explanations from other people who've just been in the lifestyle and they know people who are, and so this is probably the best conversation. I think I understand it a whole lot better than I did. Right. And I hope, hopefully it'll help other people understand. Yeah, well that's, it should, because you know, because I, I knew I wasn't getting it and I knew my personal experience was blocking me from understanding it. Well, in, in my mind too, also, experiencing and you know things like you said running up and mm -hmm. you know that can also I don't know not it can't fix the the broken mapping in my brain yeah but it can help heal some of and maybe even you know I can hit some emotional milestones that well, I you know, you know never experienced before because I lacked yeah I mean I honestly you know, it sounds like it sounds like it's you know a great way to bypass that grief of never having gotten your childhood yeah if you're like well I can have those childhood experiences now today tomorrow whenever I want it hasn't it's not too late you know exactly. I can still get excited when I I can still you know jump for joy when I find out there's a Disney store in the mall <laughs> and it's I don't think it's really dissimilar from the DS relationship with a uh, with a dom and a sub mm -hmm. anyway because the dom kind of sets rules mm -hmm. sets punishments sets rewards you know all within that dynamic same as a mommy or daddy dom would mm -hmm. they're, they're just going to do it in a different way yeah they're going to do it 
I'm raising this person. This person might be 30 years old, but I'm going to help raise them and give them the nurturing and the support and the structure that they need mm -hmm. to get to where they want to be. Just like you would if you weren't age playing, you still give that structure and that support and that nurturing, but you also give that discipline and, and help them reach their goals. It's just a different way of looking at it, I think. That's a good point. Yeah. I raised my ex-husband, and then eventually I just divorced him. Okay. Nothing got burnt Attempted. Attempted, but not. No. He tried. Multi-times. No successful. No. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, when we start getting into the nitty gritty of relationships, it's going to get interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, very much so. Right, very and so. like you've said before, Mia, I told you I was going to bring this up. Oh shit! Oh boy! <laughs> da, 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 da. BDSM and DS complicates relationship. Yes, very much. Very much. Exponentially, so. you know, it it's easy to mess up a regular relationship, but you throw BDSM in there, and now there's all these different parameters and and different ways that this could go wrong but all these other ways that it could go right as well and mm -hmm. it's just it's about finding the right person that matches with you what you need and what you want and negotiating the terms of that and and growing together and mm -hmm. you know bdsm is not going to fix your relationship no it will not it's mm -hmm. not going to ruin it either the relationship is what it is the dynamic Every relationship is different. It's going to be the same thing with BDSM. Every BDSM relationship and DS relationship is going to have a different dynamic. Yeah. It, BDSM will never be the problem in your relationship nor the solution. Correct. Unless the only problem in your marriage is sex. Right, just like bringing a third into your relationship yeah. is not going to fix your relationship. If, if you think if your that bringing a third is, is, it's going to make it worse. If your problem is communication... BDSM will not hurt it, BDSM will not fix it. If your problem is loyalty, BDSM will not hurt it, BDSM will not fix it. If your problem is outside of the bedroom, adding a partner, opening your marriage, uh, these things are not going to fix your communication problem. It's not going to fix your faithfulness problem. It's not going to fix your, your little dick problem. Your little dick problem. <laughs> <laughs> But if the problem in your relationship is you are a kinky motherfucker and you want to get your kink on, BDSM will fix that. Yes, it will. But you got to talk about it because if your partner's not, then it's going to complicate it. Angel, is there anything you want to add? Because I know I'm up to my silly antics, and mm -hmm. these two get all serious, Wait. but, you know. We're, we're either serious or we're silly. There's no in-between. <laughs> I can do both, y'all. I can switch. Yes! There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Okay. Well, you keep on, and I'm going to beat your ass later. You can try. <laughs> I can run faster than you. Maybe pass out again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Angel. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to ignore this banter? <laughs> I think it's it, it's also very important to know the people that you're around and be with people that accept all of you. Because mm -hmm. um, being with someone who is comfortable and happy enough with themselves mm -hmm. to walk around holding hands with me while I, you know carry my 
stuffy and I wear my, you know, elf ears mm -hmm. and loves it as much as I do, then, you know, that's important. Of course. Okay, so in the past, have you been able to um, express yourself that way with all of your relationships? No. Okay, so and I figured that was the answer. And the question, the real question is, how do you negotiate that? How do you be with a partner and have to hide that part of yourself? Because now, now the well, relationship's not fulfilling because that's a need that you have that you haven't communicated and that they don't understand and don't accept. Well, simply put, that, um, you know, up until the other person that I had the relationship with that um, was, you know, my daddy dom, no one had ever even asked me about my little didn't even want to entertain that side of me so um so did you so, did you so try to show expose it to them a little bit or express um, it a little bit or did you just completely hide it yeah they weren't well or that or that they just they weren't welcome welcome they wouldn't even they wouldn't even ask about it or, or entertain it or act like it was even a part real. even a part of the negotiations right <laughs> or even a part of me so until like that person, you know, generally wanted to actually, you know, be a daddy dom and, you know, that's when I was able to actually experience being a little out in the open and, you know. So you're new to being a little? Within the last year and a half. Okay. Open little, I guess. Right. So, Practicing you, a little. <laughs> out in public little, I guess. Yeah. I've always been a little. I've so, always had dolls. Yeah, that's my... That's what was the question. Like, you have these dolls and these stuffies. Yes. They were always there. Not as many. Okay. Because, you know, I did, I did... You just did that when they I weren't had, around? Well, you know, I had a husband. I had to get rid of... Or I could move all my stuffies. I wanted to... <laughs> For so legal who, reasons, we, 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 we must, he's alive, right? He yeah, did, yeah, different kind of get rid of. Yeah. I, yes, just, I mean, gotta throw it out there. Happily divorced. Happily divorced. Yeah. So who initiated the the first time with your daddy, Dom? Did he initiate it? Yes. Okay. So how did that go? Great. It went great. Well, I, I mean, how did he initiate great. it? How did he, how did that come about? Um, just, you know, through. Because he didn't know. Did he see things in you? And he say, "Oh, I well, noticed John, this." Well, you be quiet. I can okay. tell you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Well, I'm John. trying to direct the Jesus. question. Jeez, I'm trying to clarify. My bad. Hit it, Angel. Jesus. <laughs> Not me. Don't hit me. So he just um, he sent me like a scenario of what oh, he thought, um, you know, a little time with me would mm -hmm. be fun things that would be fun to do like mm -hmm. I think the first the first time um, you know I met him and at his office and mm -hmm. we sat and um, we colored okay. and stuff and um, you know just stuff like that you know coloring and just mm -hmm. easing into it for me yeah but it was I don't know liberating okay okay so 
you weren't already in a relationship and built to this. The relationship started this way, is what you're trying to say. Yes. You found somebody online or well, you met somebody and, and you said, hey, I'm a little. He said, hey, I'm a daddy dom. And then you met. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so, yeah, I was thinking you were in a relationship already. No. And then you, it evolved to that. So yeah. No, okay. So, and I think that's, for BDSM, It I think for me, I had the same experience. Trying to tell a partner that you already have something about yourself and hoping that they accept you yeah. is difficult. It is. But if you come into the relationship saying, hey, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. It makes that communication of that aspect of yourself a lot easier. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, um, any other questions? Any other clarifications to be made? Well, I do. We haven't. If you don't mind. Yeah, you have. If you have more questions, keep going. So I got mine answered. <laughs> Cisco, you came into the relationship. You'd already known her. You've known her for a very long time. How were you introduced? to her little side and how did that develop because you already did have a type of relationship you were already friends when did you find out about the little and how did that work probably the first time we started talking again I mean the first night that we met up again we kind of hung out and you know went to the pier and just like talked about our lives and things that had passed and we talked about a lot of those aspects of what we liked in, in BDSM and what we didn't um, we talked about things that uh, kind of just led into those. And we even talked about, like, <laughs> people we both know that are, that are probably littles, too, that don't, don't talk about it. So, I mean, we just kind of, that was, our relationship was kind of open anyway. We're very open with one another. So it's just like, well, you know, if that's what you like, tell me about it. And, I, you know, I guess it's easy for me to, to be okay with that. I'm just... Okay, so the new relationship started the same way. It started with the communication that yes. she's a little. Okay, great. Yes, among other things, like everything. We, we kind of right, talk right, about right. a He's lot. He's more than okay with it, though. He enjoys it. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. You enjoy it. I do, yeah. Well, what do you enjoy about it? Ooh, there's... <clears throat> that depends. I mean, it depends on if we're talking about, like, the things that I get out of it or what I see that she gets out of it because I enjoy watching her get out of it what she gets out of it. And that's what I see. Right. You, you enjoy that it makes her happy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because she's your princess. She is, yeah. And you want your princess to be happy. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and that is absolutely a lot of it. But, I mean, at the same time, I... You know, we, 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 we've talked in another podcast about this. I can be quite a tyrant being dominant but I've also got kind of a, a, a protective kind of side and that comes out you know when she's in that that place like I'm very a, like a protector in that regard and I feel that way like even when we're out in public and things you know I, that's part of it because you two really have a chemistry you just have this connection together I mean you're almost the same height you're freaking adorable together <laughs> You've been cuddled up on each other since you got here. Yeah, and I could just see you in your little carriage bed cuddled up. <laughs> the prince and princess. He does kind of look like the king on he Cinderella. Does. With he the little does. Beard. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it's sweet because the two of you have a history together. Yes. And obviously you reconnected over all these years and, you know, you just kind of embraced everything together. So it really says something. And you, to me, it's very unfortunate. I mean, it's very fortunate. You're very blessed to have the relationship that you do. Because a lot of people, you know, I mean, we've come into, you know, other littles in the community and, you know, they just can't find what they're looking for. And there's subs that can't find what they're looking for. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it just happens. I have been there. And, yeah, um, just have to hold out faith that you'll find the right person. Yeah. So now that you have, now that you've explored your little side and you've had a daddy dom and now you have your Prince Charming. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you could ever go back? No. Do you ever think you could live your life and not have that little aspect be a part of your life? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, and, and I wouldn't. Yeah. I would, I would be alone and be yeah. a little. So, I mean, that's just me. Right. Because that's part of who you are. Yeah. And a lot of people say the same thing about any aspect of BDSM. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that you could ever go back to... We call vanilla. I hate calling it vanilla or calling it normal. Or do you think you could ever go back and put that average? Yeah, maybe. Maybe is that better? No. <laughs> basic. <laughs> basic. You think you could go back yeah. to being basic? Do you think you could go back to saying no, to denying I was who you say, are? There's nothing about her that's basic. No, but yeah, it's, it's she's bougie. This is who I am. Can I can I put that piece of me in the corner again? No. No, because that I was miserable, and now I'm happy. I don't want to go back to being miserable. Right. Because once you found that one person to really express yourself, it's like, holy shit, a whole world has opened up. It's amazing. But how long were you carrying the dinosaur around? Or your dragon, excuse um, me. A year and a half. Okay. Yeah. And was there just something inside of you that said, hey, I'm going to do this? Um... Because, you know, if we weren't in the lifestyle, before you answer that, you know, that night I invited you for a gathering, and there's 10 other people there, we're sitting around, and for you to come in, if we weren't in the lifestyle, I'd be like, look at this cute little girl, what is she bringing in here? She's 30-something, she's got a dinosaur. (laughs) But I didn't say that. I was like, oh, look, isn't that cute? Okay. (laughs) What's the name of your dragon? Exactly. His name is Scorch. Scorch. And um, he's weighted. Um, Stitch is also weighted, which um, help with um, anxiety and stuff, like, yeah. anytime. Because it's the, that sensory thing. So that, you know... It's been cathartic yeah, for you then, hasn't yes, it? Yes, that could be, like, my, I would say, my driving force at first. It's her emotional support dragon. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. And I say that in all it, seriousness. No, it is. Yeah. And yeah, they are my emotional support um, lovies. And I love how Stitch has the dinosaurs on in honor of his big brother, the dragon. The big brother, Scorch. Okay. They're not, okay. not exactly, but it's close <laughs> to a dragon. I'm going to find Stitch a dragon. A dragon oh outfit. Oh my goodness. I'm going to do it. You're gonna go. I don't have. It might take me a minute, but I'm gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna happen. I. You know, I can relate to this, and I'll say that. You know, a lot of people don't know this about me, but you know, obviously, a lot of people don't know about my childhood, and that's a whole other story. But 
there's a part of me that I know that it's very comforting to have those things around me. And so my husband randomly will surprise me with a doll, you know. Yeah, and that's great. It's you know because it you connect to that you know from so long ago, and you know that connection is just oh isn't that you know it's just it's great it, to feel that that special you yeah, know just that I don't know it's eagerness and excitement but it's like wonder it is wonder and you don't experience wonder a lot as an adult anymore. you don't you don't it's kind of like comfort food you it know? is you don't know why you like it so much it just makes you feel better like it's you, not good bread for and you. butter bread and butter <laughs> <laughs> macaroni and cheese mashed potatoes and gravy oh, mashed potatoes and gravy I'm sorry that's my comfort food <laughs> Potatoes are my comfort food. He was chowing on some neck bones the other day, too. It was cornbread. It's like, holy shit, Oh, it was so good. I don't know why it was so good. It just, it felt good to have it in front of me. It felt good to eat it. And it's the same thing. It feels good when you get a doll. It just feels good. So you enjoy it. And you just, you go to a place, you you go to a happy place. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes all kinds of sense to me. Happy place. There you go. Angela in her happy place. <laughs> I also do, like, I love to dress up, too. So. Well, that's what princesses do. Absolutely. And that's a whole other <laughs> podcast episode. As <laughs> <laughs> Cisco shakes his head. <laughs> you have a new dress for the Christmas party that you're having, right? You're going to a Christmas party, you got a new dress. Yes, it's pretty. Yeah. It's you're excited to wear that, aren't you? I am. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's okay. I was excited to wear my my salmon and gray shirt today. And dress <laughs> up and look and nice. <laughs> salmon. Checkered, salmon. I guess. The, I was going to say it's the only pink thing I've ever worn, but that's not true. You've seen my pink dinosaur shirt. Yes, we yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> Two pink items in my wardrobe. And his pink panties. So, honey, I'm not. Keep up. You'll see my pink panties again. <laughs> You like it. I'm going to have you change my diaper later. Oh No, you are not. (laughs) I won't even do it for ABDL friends. I won't do it for you. No. Yes. I will visit you when you have an infection. I will not change your fucking diaper. (laughs) So, honey. On that note. (laughs) On that note. Yes, let's leave it on that note. John's, on John's pink underwear note. Pink panties. Pink panties. <laughs> I'm glad y'all threw that out there. Now people are going to believe you. <laughs> yes. Princess panties. My pink, pink princess, princess panties. panties. Yes. In honor, go. in honor of John's pink princess panties, we hope you have a kinky day. <laughs> <laughs>